2022 marks the final year of the 50th anniversary of the Apollo moon landings. With that in mind, we thought we'd have some fun by rewriting history. That's right. So today we're going to decide what crews we would love to have seen go to the moon. Have you got a dream Apollo crew? Let us know at Space and Things 1 on Twitter and at Space and Things Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We love hearing from you. And please consider hitting that share button or leaving us a review. But right now, please enjoy episode 73 of the Space and Things Podcast. Listening to Space and Things with Dave Giles and Emily Carney. I'm Emily Carney. And I'm Dave Giles. Now, regular listeners will know that all our January episodes were pre recorded in December due to the fact that I'm recording a new album at Abbey Road Studios. So, no up to date space news in this week's podcast. But this is a topic that Emily and I have talked about doing for a while. We're both fans of alternative history and the Apollo program. It's always fun to think about the what-ifs. So I'm going to start with this question for Emily. Imagine the Apollo program didn't get cancelled after 17. Who would you have liked to go on Apollo 18, 19 and 20? Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, Apollo 18, um, my crew selections honestly go pretty, pretty closely with who they probably actually would have flown. On those missions, because they had some people who I think deserved commanderships, I guess, who uh, did not get to or deserved moon missions, who uh, I think needed to walk on the moon or should have had a chance to walk on the moon. And I've thrown a few wild cards in there, too, just for fun. If Apollo had continued, I would have probably 18 would have been Dick Gordon would be commanding. I would have loved to have seen him walk on the moon. That would have been awesome. I want to see Joe Engel as his lunar module pilot. Yeah. So he gets a chance to walk on the moon. And as a command module pilot, I would want to see Vance Brandt. Nice. Yeah. 19, I would want to see, even though in in real Apollo timeline, he transitioned to management after his last Apollo mission. If I had a choice, I would have had Jim McDivitt Uh, command uh. Apollo 19. I would have made Warden his lunar module pilot, but LMP is kind of the most junior astronaut on the mission. And I'm like, hmm. If Warden could have flown, he needed his own commandership. So let me think of who I want to be his LMP. Jack Lausma. <laughs> I thought that would happen. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen him walked on the moon. And maybe like uh, Paul Weitz could have been the command module pilot. Nice. And uh, for 20, if I had a choice, this would have been a real wild card because this person was not even in Houston with the NASA timeline at that time. But If nothing had happened and he hadn't been sent to exile at NASA Ames, I would have had Al Warden command 20. I don't know if this would have worked out well. They both had very strong personalities, but uh, Phil Chapman would have uh, walked on the moon because he was a geophysicist. Why not have him? He's a scientist. Absolutely. And uh, I think their command module pilot should have been, I, I would like him to walk on the moon, but... I don't think he would have minded this gig either. I think Bruce McCandless should have been the CMP because we know him as a mission specialist, but he was a pilot, so I'm sure he could have done just fine as a CMP. Yeah, it's it's funny because I would have also put Bruce as a CMP. Yeah, yeah. I just think he's the personality to be a CMP, isn't he? 
Yeah, because a command module pilot did a ton of flying. They did a ton of experiments and they did a ton of, you know, systems monitoring as well. So I think he would have done a great job at that. So those are my picks for Apollo's 18, 19 and 20. Yeah, I think I think the only only difference I would have done is I would love to have seen Fredo command one. You have a point. <laughs> See, uh, my my vision of Apollo would have been like for all mankind, where they would have just extended. <laughs> the, it would have been, yeah, they would have had an extended Apollo, you know, yeah. which would have been amazing. So, what are your picks? Not too dissimilar from from yours. I think I think your Apollo eighteen crew is sound. I, I want to see Joe Engel walk on the moon, and I think Dick Gordon deserved eighteen uh, as the commander. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Dick Gordon uh, and Vance Brand. He was like the not quite man in the Apollo program. I mean, he eventually got his flight with the Apollo Soyuz mission, didn't he? Yep. He was always on a backup crew or he was always on a rescue crew. Yeah. (laughs) Like. Exactly. The rescue crew is really sad because they were almost going to go. And then it was like they kind of screwed themselves out of that because they figured out how to reenter without a bunch of thrusters. They're like, oh, yeah, we can do it. And they were like, oh, we don't have to fly this then. Like, oh. <laughs> I think my Apollo 19 crew would have been Fredo with Ed Gibson in the in the Lunar module. Yeah. Uh, Fredo and Gibbo. Fredo and Gibbo. Yeah, that would have been awesome. See, I like that too. I, I'm not against that idea uh, by any stretch. That's I just, awesome. Yeah, I think that would have been a good Lunar module for sure. Yes. Uh, I think Bruce McCandless, I think on that one, I would have a, a CMP on that one. That would have been awesome. Oh. That would have been quite the crew. And I'm going I'm to throw a real curveball in the mix here. Uh, I, I love the fact that you went with Jim McDivitt. I, I think, yeah, g- give him a command. Um, and, and, and I would happily replace him out with, with Tom Stafford. One of those two. Uh, let, let them have yeah. a command. And then stick Deke Slayton on the moon. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's really awesome. But, but keep them alive this time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> keep them alive. <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Right. Spoiler for season one of All Mankind. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. What about your CMP? I don't know. I, there's so many candidates from that fifth group of, uh, from, for, of astronauts, isn't it? Yeah. I think it, if anybody took the CMP spot on 20, it would have been somebody who ended up flying on Skylab. Well, that's what I'm thinking as well. I, I, yeah. Like Pogue or, Pogue or, or Lind or Carr yeah, or, exactly. or White. I mean, you went with Whites, didn't you? So I, yeah, I don't, yeah. don't have a problem with any of them being the final CMP. So yeah. we'll, we'll say that. We will say that. Now, obviously, they were all active astronauts at the time, Emily. Well, deep kind of was, kind of wasn't. Yeah. I do want to also say I would love Jim Lovell on the moon somehow. Yes, I would have loved that too. I, I wish if Apollo had been able to continue, I honestly wish they'd let him. Let's say, you know, Apollo was, yeah, you, we'd had 18, 19, 20, and they'd had an extended Apollo. I think it would have been great had they given him another chance. Yeah. You know, just because he got really close. I mean, I think I think it's really interesting, isn't it, that, that him and Mike Collins, they both, they, they both turned it down. My understanding is after 13, Jim was kind of offered a flight if he wanted one. Uh, and Mike Collins after 11 was offered a command if he wanted one. And he turned it down. So maybe they wouldn't have done it. But I would love to have seen both of those people on the moon. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen that. I, I wish, I, I love, and I keep hearkening back to this, I love the timeline for, for All Mankind, where they, even though something, another spoiler, he, he doesn't have a great fun flight. 
Uh, I loved it when they had uh, Mike Collins come in a mission. I thought that was cool. Yeah, absolutely. That was the part of the first season where I almost, yeah, I think everybody almost crapped their pants. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely. But anyway. And, and in, a, in a real twist to the history, let's have Mike Collins command one of them and have Wally Funk as his LMP. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. Any of the Mercury 13, essentially. But uh, yeah, I, I've gone with Wally because she's she's more more in our thoughts recently, isn't she? I always think about that. Like if what if Apollo had been extended? I'm thinking we would have seen the first women astronauts probably 73, 74, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I feel with, you know, the feminist movement in the United States at the time, there would have been sort of a demand like, okay, can't we have women walk on the moon already? And there were women scientists and pilots, obviously. So why not, you know? Yeah, well, the last group of astronauts before the shuttle astronauts were chosen, which included women, were picked in 67, right? Yeah, it was in 67. Then there was the jump to 78. So there was that big gap where they didn't actually get any more astronauts because they had all these astronauts that hadn't flown. And, and a lot of them didn't fly until the shuttle. So that's pretty crazy. But you're right. If suddenly Apollo gets extended to maybe, maybe 30, yeah. they would have needed more astronauts. Yeah, even with all those extras, they would have needed to, especially if they would also, like in For Mankind, done Skylab or, and other things. And shuttle was in development as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, it's, we get, we're getting very, very crazy now. If that had been... A possibility they would have had to hire more people, I think, and and probably bring women and, you know, a more diverse population into NASA. Like you would have seen somebody like Guy Bluford maybe walking on the moon, which would have been awesome. So obviously you've, you've gone to, to what you think would have been legitimate crews. But uh, let's imagine. Right. So we all knew that Apollo 12 were like the, the, the crew that got on. Pick a crew that you just think would be nuts. That actually would be the complete opposite of 12. I actually wrote an article about this once, and it wasn't even an article. It was a piece I wrote years ago, and it was about the worst uh, the worst Apollo mission crew ever. I think the worst idea to put an Apollo crew together would have been, and this is a hypothetical if he hadn't died in Apollo 1, Grissom... Right. Borman and Aldrin. They would have oh all killed each God. other. Oh, my God. I wrote an article about it, and it was basically the premise was like Wally Sharab was in charge of uh, crew rotations, and he just didn't give a crap, you know, because he was like, <laughs> whatever. So he just put the worst suited people together on the mission. I think that actually Grissom and Borman were supposed to fly on Gemini 3 together, but it was realized pretty quickly that those two personalities wouldn't have vibed very well together. So they replaced the uh, Borman with John Young. So yeah. I hate to say buzz. Yeah. Great guy, but interesting fella. <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting with, with Frank, isn't it? Cause he had two missions and he commanded both of them. Uh, same, same as Gene McDivitt as well. But I wonder whether he ever could have been a number two. I wonder whether he's, he was such yeah. a strong leader that actually being number two wasn't really something that would have suited him at all. So you're right, putting him in that position under a, under someone like Gus would have been quite <laughs> quite a mission. Oh my God, yeah. You got three alphas together, yeah. you know, 
three alphas in this. Oh my God. I think me and my friend wrote it together and we were like, what if Albine made a painting about this mission? It would just be a <laughs> like a silhouette of a fist against the moon or something. Amazing. It was just so bad. But yeah, I think that wouldn't have gone too well. I don't think they would have made it off the pad. <laughs> I, I made up a mid 70s Skylab mission once and I was like, I think I made it like Brand, Brian O'Leary and somebody else. And it was, you know, Brian O'Leary drugged everybody before the mission. Like, like you told me these were vitamins. These are vitamins for your soul. Like, oh my God. Tripping in space. That's I, I, Yeah, I don't think that's been done yet, has it? Well, maybe it has, but we don't no, know about it. It would have been a first for NASA, yeah. definitely. Yeah, if you don't know who Brian O'Leary is, I've written about him. Just Google him. He's He was a character he was very briefly an astronaut it still blows my mind that he got selected that would be almost as bad as like selecting jake paul (laughs) yeah 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 exactly exactly oh my god yeah it would almost be as bad as selecting me like seriously like oh my god yeah he was um except i would love to fly a plane man i would love to learn how to fly he didn't even want to fly a plane so yeah (laughs) just nuts just how did that end up happening absolute crazy yeah, so uh, I, I can't think of any other scenario, we could, with, especially with a group of astronauts that are there, that, that would have been a nightmare, like a real nightmare. I think I think that one that you've selected is definitely the... Uh, yeah, that's the pinnacle. Yeah. Unless you... Um, I think I think Young and Borman would have gotten together, fi- gotten along fine. I don't... I think if you put Buzz and Young together, for some reason, that, oof, that doesn't sound right, because Young was very kind of taciturn and, and Buzz is not. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that wouldn't have worked out well. On a serious note, I really think Deke like knew his people very well. You can see that he really picked out, I think, the best personalities that's kind of vibe well with each other. Yeah. I think him putting Borman with Lovell was a stroke of genius because Borman, as you said, kind of an alpha male, whereas Lovell is kind of gregarious and more of a light touch. So I think that um, worked out just amazingly. Yeah, the two of them together vibe off each other as well, really well when you when you see them together, even now. It's, it's incredible to see. I'm trying to think if there is a way we can get Ron Evans and Charlie Duke up together because I think the two of them would be so excitable. But I think it's difficult because you're right, you wouldn't want to put Ron as a, a lunar module pilot after being CMP. And and Charlie would want an upgrade as well. You can't imagine him wanting to go back twice as, as LMP. But God, could you imagine Ron Evans and Charlie Duke walking around on the moon together? Yeah, that would have been awesome. I wish people like that had been able to fly again, even if it was on like the space shuttle or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's almost like another sort of a for all mankind scenario where like they had people from the Apollo era sort of on the, you know, in the rotation in 1983, I sort of wish we'd seen that. I think that's incredible. Yeah. How'd you like this as an Apollo crew, by the way? Oh, no. <laughs> Al Shepard, John Glenn, and Frank Borman. No, no. Something <laughs> does not... Uh, maybe Glenn and Shepard wouldn't have murdered each other, but I think for some reason, something is telling me... I don't know. You know, in a perverse way... Um, I think Shepard and Borman may have worked together, but I think there would be some tension. Definitely, yeah. I'm trying to think, if there's an ultimate Joker's crew as well, and what Wally would be in that, wouldn't he? Probably Wally, Al Warden, and like I don't know, Ron Evans. Maybe that would be yeah. the all doofuses crew. 
Yeah, the th- the thing is though, Al when he flew wasn't wasn't as joking. Was serious. It was quite serious, wasn't he? So maybe maybe uh, yeah. And Evans was very serious too. Yeah, when he was uh, flying in space, it's funny because um, when you look at their EVAs, like Al is so like bam, bam, bam. I'm done. I'm going back in. Like he's really like super focused and serious. Whereas you can tell Evans is just having you know the best. Time. He's doing his job, but he's having a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. And it's probably because Al knew he was the first to do it. He didn't want to mess it up in any way, you know, whereas Evans was probably a little more practiced and relaxed. Maybe not more practiced, but I think he was more sort of like, okay, I'm going to enjoy my moment, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, listeners, if you've got any thoughts on on what we have said, or if you have your own dream cruise or nightmare cruise, please let us know. This is a subject we just love putting all of them together. And it's like when when you watch For All Mankind, for those of you who have, in season two, you'll see a, a, a wall in the astronaut selection office where it's just covered in images of astronauts and him juggling them around for various crews. And I would just love that job uh, at that point. Get all the all the passport photos up on the wall of all the different guys or all their all their astronaut portraits and just move them around with different crews and see which ones would come. It just is fun, isn't it? It's just fun to think about. Yeah, I I love that part of the show because I was like, that is so cool. Oh my gosh, I'm a little obsessed with that show. Right, so uh, let's wrap this up, shall we? Hello there, sport friends. You got a little bit of me plus Neil in the center couch and Buzz is doing the camera work this time. All right, this. That's all we have time for this week. Don't forget to let us know who you would love to have seen fly on Apollo. We love these kinds of discussions. We really do. Thank you again for all the support. We're back next week with more, but don't forget, in space, no one can hear you stream. Space and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. <laughs>